eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It is time to do a podcast. This is when we take our nuts out and we just cut things up. Let's oh, yeah, out. Jerry. Let's take our nuts out. So, uh, you know, I still have friends in the uh, Tampa Bay area, Jerry, where I was a uh, standout sports reporter slash <laughs> That's funny. sports radio producer from uh, 1994. What big story did you break to stand out? I broke no stories. I was not a story breaker. Oh. We were reactionary, Jerry. But I was there from 94 to two th- early 2001. You were uh, seven years? Seven years. Oh, I thought it was like two or three. No, I was there seven years. The best seven years of your life. <laughs> Uh, anyway, when I was there in the seven years, we had uh, hurricane scares yeah, being sure. down there. But nothing ever really hit us other than uh, some heavy rains, of course. Of course. But we never really, every time there was a hurricane headed our way up the Gulf. Took a left the Gulf turn. Coast, yeah, we'd take a left turn and probably go hit Sadly, Louisiana. Louisiana, right. That, that state gets hit with everything. But now we have this hurricane again, and this is the thing. Like we talk about, how it sucks to live here, and Florida would be awesome. This is when it sucks to live in Florida. Agreed. You I get agree. these situations where you have to evacuate. Yeah, or that's the thing. You have to make the decision. Yeah. And what would you do? I always wonder, like, evacuate where? Where do you want me to go? I think for me, if I if I move to Florida, yeah, and so like right now would be a good time to make a decision, I would think. I would guess that would be the time I'd say, guys, pack a bag. We're going to go see your grandparents. But you're going to get on a plane, you think? Or, or drive up. Or drive up, yeah. yeah. Either way, I'd stay ahead of it, and I probably would, because I, you would hope. I mean, you just said this doesn't happen often. Right. In, t- in the Tampa area, there are certain times when you don't know. But I would think in a case when it looks like it's going to be a direct hit, my idea would be if we lived somewhere else, I would want to come home five or six times a year anyway to see my parents. Not going to do it every month, right? but every eight to 10 weeks, I would think I would like to come spend a couple of days with them to see them. They ain't getting any younger. So I would probably use that every time as an opportunity to come home and see family. 
And yeah, the kids are going to be taken out of school for a few days, but I would think down there they're going to understand why. And that's what I would do. But then it's also weird because then you're leaving your home and you have no idea what's going to go on. You don't. You have no idea. But I also think part of what you buy and where you buy is understanding if you're in a flood zone, how it might do in the air. Like if I buy a house by the ocean, (laughs) I'm really coming home not knowing what the hell I'm walking into. If I buy a condo and I'm on the third floor or I buy a townhouse or something that's more inland, I don't think that I would be all that concerned other than the roof blowing off. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. And then I think uh, over the years that they've changed the building codes in hurricane areas where they have to, you know, so I think you're better off if you're you're in a newer construction place Mm -hmm. than someplace that's, uh, you know, was built in the 20s. You might be right. But then I also started to think like these homes that were built in the 20s or whatever, they've been standing all these years. Well, homes built in the 20s around here are built better than homes built now. They're built with much thicker and sturdier materials. Yeah. I remember the house we moved from five years ago, four years ago, whatever it is. I guess it's is it five years already. Holy crap, it's five years ago now. Wow. The house we moved from five years ago was built in 19... It was either 48 or 58. I don't remember. I think it was 1958. And I do remember when we would have worked on the contractors would come and be like, this thing is like an anchor. <laughs> like it was... The wood was... Th- thick and it was quality and the sheetrock was plaster it wasn't sheetrock like it was built great and i remember going through sandy the house didn't shake like nothing these other houses i've been in you think the house is going to be you know the wizard of oz like the house is going to get picked up and thrown somewhere yeah so the older houses were made better yeah gina's house uh was built in 1922 and a hundred years ago a hundred years ago yeah it's so bizarre to me yeah. What's weird is she has a picture that was, I think, at the Historical Society of the ta- of Spring Lake. And there's a picture of her house with, like, a, you know, one of those really old Fords in the driveway. Yeah, sure. It looks so weird because it's like, that's the same house. Yeah. The only difference is time has passed. Yeah. That house just continues to live on. It just lives on, yeah. The other problem when uh, you get hurricanes, like I said, just even in that seven years I was there, we had hurricane scares. And none of them, they all turned away even at the last second is that's what stops people from leaving is that you have years and years of it turning. So you don't do anything and then it's too late. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But again, for me, it would depend on where I was living, what type of area I was in and what type of home I'm in. And you're right. You got to plan out like, okay. If you're going to fly out, you got to do that way in advance because then everyone panics and flies out. Yeah, I would probably drive. Yeah. I'd probably just drive away somewhere. But now the hurricane's chasing you. Like you said, you've got to stay a certain amount. Yeah, you got to stay ahead of it. Ahead of it. But a hurricane doesn't move at 80 miles an hour either. Right. It goes slowly. Right. It takes a couple days to get to where it's sure. going. I mean, you're doing 80 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. These things do 80 miles in three days. That's true. Right, because it sits there just soaking your area. Yeah. I mean, you can have a fast-moving storm. It ain't going 80 miles an hour. Yeah. If it is, then all of a sudden you're in a different time warp, time zone. <laughs> that, that'd be moving. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I remember that one that hit Miami that one year. Really, like, just leveled mm-hmm. Miami. Yeah. There have been a couple of them, actually. And then we just build more places again to get leveled again. Sadly. And that's the thing when you've seen in New Orleans and these people, they start rebuilding. It's like, you know you're rebuilding, but you know it's coming back. It's got to be so frustrating. Yeah. Very difficult. 
Yeah, so shout out to uh, the Florida area. And I guess it's going to cut right across the state. Yeah, that's what it looks like. My parents right now are in Orlando. So I don't know what their plans are. Did you know you can, uh, I don't know why I'm just thinking about this right now, On definitely on the Amazon Fire Stick. It may be on other devices as well. It could be a channel. You could get the local news from all these yes. different cities. Yeah. Like you could go to uh, the Tampa Fox affiliate. Yeah. And they only play the news. They don't play like what, what you programs You could also, Roku has a channel of live cameras all over the world, which I find mesmerizing. Yeah. I like going to the ones in Hawaii when it's snowing out in the winter. And you're like, oh. And I put it on and you see people frolicking in the yeah. beach. Look at me frolic. It's like the Waikiki Marriott. Yeah. And it's like... Are they clear photos? Because the, the some are, cameras some around the world are always terrible. Some are terrible. Some are really good. Depends upon... If they updated. Yeah. You know, there are even like... Um, there's good Jersey Shore cameras, if you Google them, where you can see what's going on in Point Pleasant or on the boardwalk and seaside. and It's cool. It is neat. I mean, that used to be an old website. Like when the internet first came out, they had uh, Earth cams. Mm-hmm. And they were just different. Yep. They'd put a camera there. Or it'd be like... Uh, you could watch the pandas at the Bronx Zoo here on a camera. Which is kind of funny. There's one for, uh, I haven't done this in a couple of years, but there was one, there was a camera, an overhead, kind of like they have the turnpike cams. Yeah. There was one on a highway in Texas. And you would put it on and just trucks whistling by. <laughs> vroom, vroom. And I'm sitting there like, what am I, why am I watching yeah. this? And I just found it, this is why I always told you, I find it interesting when you see like the truck go by. What's that guy's life? Like, can I beam myself into that truck and just be with him just to see what it's like for a day? Like, you're in Texas doing what? Right. Just on a, on yeah. any old highway. Like, have you ever thought about, like, your problems or your area, your family? It's like this tiny little space, and there is an entire universe out there that somewhere else there's someone just like you with problems or success stories just like you, but they're doing it in Wyoming. Right. And the only reason why they're in Wyoming is because that's where they were born. That's yeah, where probably. their family was before them. Probably. And the only reason they probably don't leave is feelings. Right. You know, like you, I'm sure, would have no problem picking up and leaving if you didn't want to not be so far away from your parents. Right. You're emotionally connected. You would feel bad breaking up with Gina. But you could. And you could start a new life. A whole new in, life. Uh, new Mexico. I'm heading to New Mexico, everybody. See you, Al. Sports talk, New Mexico style. I'm just saying, it's just, it is amazing. Same stores, same strip malls. Well, that's why we talked about uh, Annie, who used to work here at the radio station picked as a saleswoman. She just picked up and moved to Australia. And loves it. All right. going. All, I mean, that is really, like, picking up and going to, like, Dallas. It's, you know, there's a Home Depot, there's a Lowe's. There's Absolutely. A, you pick up and go to uh, Australia. You're on a whole different time zone. A whole di- I don't know if they speak English there. They do speak English. Oh, so that's better. <laughs> what did you think they speak? Oh, I don't know. Australian? What does know, that what sound like? Good day, mate. <laughs> that's still English. Kyrie? <laughs> still English. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so that actually, that's the coolest thing to do, is you relocate to a completely different country, completely different culture, but they speak English. Why don't you show some balls and move to Kazakhstan? <laughs> now that do would... they speak English? Oh, I don't know what the hell they speak. Yeah. Don't Australia know. seems cool, though. I agree. Be neat to go. You got kangaroos just running around, Jerry. I do wonder if I never got married or had children, 
where I would be. I don't know if I would still be right here or if I would have explored expanding my career. Mm-hmm. If I would have moved to Dallas for a chance to work in that market around the Cowboys and, you know, I do wonder where I would be right now. I love my parents to death, but I wouldn't stay here. I would make sure I came back a lot because let's be honest, I don't see them more than a couple times a month anyway. Yeah, that's the weird thing that we do that where we're like, uh, oh, I don't want to leave my where my parents are, where my sister is. or And yet we see them like once. I might see my sister four times a year. Yeah. She lives 45 minutes away. She might as well be in Canada. Our schedules are different. Our lives are different. It just doesn't it doesn't work. And I know it's easier to go see them, but we don't. I mean, again, it's just, and I actually feel like if I moved away, you'd appreciate it more when you did see them and you would make more of an effort to see them because you really can't as opposed to right now you can. So they go, okay, well, maybe next time. Well, sometimes there's not going to be a next time. Right. And when Jerry, when you're like the person who moves away and you come back, everyone's excited to see you. Absolutely. Like when my uncle comes up from Dallas. Uncle Joe's coming back. Everybody get together. We're going to get together and have pizza. So this is what's so sad about that. So my cousin's from California. Once every couple of years, rent a house in Manasquan from a friend of theirs from California that owns the home. And beautiful house. So we could go literally months without seeing the entire family. I'll see my parents, but won't see the rest of the family. Anthony and Rita and their two boys come up. We get to get, We make a point to get together every day for a week. To spend as much time as we can with them, because otherwise we're not going to see them. Meantime, we don't, we don't try and do that to see each other. Yeah, it's and then they leave, and then we're right back to our lives. I'll see you in a couple weeks, maybe a month. I'll see you at Christmas. Wow. But then the other thing is too. Once you move away, you think like, oh, I'll come back every two months and visit, and then one month, you know, one of the months something is doesn't work with the schedule. I and think all of that a depends. Yes, but I do think that depends on why you what you're tied to. Yeah. If I was single, I really do think I would come back every few months to see them or they would come see me. I do think that. Family, kids, sports, school, things get a little dicey. And I agree with you. Time very quickly passes. But I think I was by myself. Like, you make a point to see your parents every month. You're not close. Right. We're about an hour. All right. So let's say you didn't live in Bradley Beach. Let's say you took a job in Virginia Beach. I guarantee you'd still see them once a month. You'd make yeah. a point to. I don't know. Probably. I'm not saying you move to Hawaii and you're going to be able to come see them once a month. But something within a couple of hour drive or a couple of hour flight, two, three hour flight, you make a point. I That's think. why I think the Carolinas are cool. I do too. You know, you're you're within driving distance. It's better weather. Yep. You're still East Coast. Yeah, and if it's North Carolina, you're talking eight hours, not that big a deal. And what was South Carolina? Mm, Myrtle Beach was 10 hours and 10 minutes. That's far. It is far, but it's doable. It's also like, hey, can you come up to the, you know, today or tomorrow? We could use some help with something. And it's seven o'clock in the morning. You know what? I'll be there by dinner. Let me get going. You could do it. Right. No problem. Or you could hop on a flight that takes an hour and 10 minutes. Yes. At a small airport that you walk right in and there's no one there. That's the one you did. You did that? Myrtle Beach? Yeah. Oh, my God. So awesome. Really? Yes. And what airline goes there? I flew Spirit, which I had no idea. Brand new planes. Out of Newark? Uh, When did I go? Uh, Yeah, out of Newark. Oh. Yep. Hmm. Spirit Airlines, you say? Yep. All right. How about that? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I have two quick stories for you, Jerry. All right. I have them right here in my hands. Let me see which one I'm going to do first. All right. How about this one, Jerry? I'll give you the headline. A British woman hospitalized for three days after dog poos on her face while sleeping. A British woman spent three days in the hospital after her daughter's dog pooped in her mouth as she slept. Oh, dude. A 51-year-old woman, she was taking an afternoon nap when uh, her daughter's pet chihuahua got ill and suffered diarrhea. Oh, my God. I suddenly felt something squirt in my mouth. It was disgusting, and I was hurling violently for hours after. I just couldn't get the taste out of my mouth. And this wasn't from Friday night for you, right? This was not for me. (laughs) The dog went to the vet where the dog was diagnosed with a stomach bug. Oh, my God. Then she, the woman who got pooped in her mouth. pooped the bug into her mouth? Yeah. She began also having the same symptoms as the dog. Of course, you might have a stomach bug from, I don't know, eating poop. Yeah, it's not healthy. No, I can't imagine it would be. Yep. So uh, her symptoms worsened over the next 48 hours with cramps all over her body. Even in her legs, I was so dehydrated from being sick and having diarrhea that my kidneys shriveled to half their size. Walnut kidneys. Yeah, little walnut kidneys. She was kept in hospital for three days until they flushed the infection out of her through a uh, uh, like a uh, IV drip. That sounds terrible. My discharge note from the hospital said that I'd suffered a gastrointestinal infection caused by a dog defecating in my mouth. Something doctors had never witnessed before, she said. (laughs) Nor has it ever played a clip like that until tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) The woman says of the dog, I've forgiven Belle, that was the dog's name, I've forgiven Belle for her little accident, and I still love her with all my heart, but I will definitely be more mindful of what position we sleep in in the future. Yeah. You know, good for her, because there are some people that would go home and punt that dog across the room. So good for she her. knows it wasn't the dog's fault, Jerry. Of the dog not. was ill, had diarrhea. She just happened to have her mouth. Don't open. sleep with your mouth open, <laughs> or don't let the dog sleep on your face. Or that, or that, Jerry. We brought you uh, a story here. I believe it was last week about the local weatherman from New York One. Oh yeah, yeah. He had been fired yep. for uh, entertaining other adult men on an adult website. Yep. Uh, which uh, the somebody which he is suing now for. You know, there's a thing now called revenge porn. Yes. Where somebody took screen grabs of this, of him being nude on a site for other men, and they sent it to his parents and to his place of business of which they fired him. Terrible. Really terrible. But I did find out now one extra uh, bit of information. I, I found out which uh, website he was, he was on, Jerry. He was on the a website called... Large Penis Support Group website. What is that? That's the uh, that's the adult website that he he was on. But it's a support group. I think they just call it that as a hilarious thing. Oh. Large Penis Support Group website. Would you even think to Google that? No, 
Have you since you read this article? No. I although Will you? I was going to say, in fairness, I just read the article. <laughs> I will not. Uh, I will not. No know. chance. Like at no point today when you're doing your Bobby approved, you know, uh, box card uh, chips that you like to eat with salsa yeah. to make them taste like Tostitos. You won't think, huh. I mean, really, what am I doing for the next six hours? Let me check on the Large Penis Support Group website. It is show prep. It is. I could probably uh, join it if there's a fee and just <laughs> ask Spike if I could expense it. Carton and Roberts got the dummy. You get the big penis. <laughs> Support By the way, group, sorry. How about you and I, Jerry, uh, putting in um, expenses for our trip all the way out to Blue Point? Which I never do, ever. But when I saw that tolls were over $30 and it was almost a full tank of gas to yeah. go back and forth, you know what? We put in. Yeah. Company... I, I honestly never do that. Yeah. To me, it's like it seems like more trouble than it's worth unless it's worth, it's worth the trouble. a very long. Well, David rejected my claim. Oh, he did? At first, he goes, it looks like you put a duplicate toll in. I said, no, no. No, oh. the Verrazano is $10.17 each way. So funny you say that because I put... I put, uh, you must have, hmm. And because, I put the screenshot of the toll. Yeah, because I did the same thing when I when I did my expense report. It popped up as like, hmm, I think you've entered this twice. Like, no. <laughs> one's on the way there, one's yeah. on the way back. Yeah. Think about what we're talking about. $21 to use a bridge. Yeah. What the F, man? And it's not like it's a luxurious bridge. Like, if it was, like, it's no traffic, luxurious travels, I would pay for that. And that's the other thing. You talk about North Carolina being lovely. No yeah. tolls Is anywhere. Right? It's like heaven out there. So I said it was. It cost $30 to go do a remote broadcast on Friday, yet I drove to Myrtle Beach for $19. Like, what the hell? Do I want to move to North Carolina or South Carolina? You can move to North Carolina. I think you're probably better off, a little better with the weather, I think, with the storms. In north? I think so. But you're not near a beach. Are there beaches? There, there? Oh, there, oh, there are. North Carolina's along the shore. Sure. Okay. Yeah, of course. I All probably right. should go on vacation there first before I decide to, uh, when I retire at 60, to move there. I would there. say that might be a good idea. Right? But yeah, let's see. North Carolina beaches. Isn't um, isn't Nags Head the be a part that sounds of like a That I've sounds like a real place. Yeah, Nags Head. Me and Kim went there when we were. 21. Young lovers. 27 years ago we went there, yeah. And that yeah. was a beach area? Be- beautiful. Yeah, really nice. Now, there's plenty of beach areas in North Carolina. My dad was stationed in uh, South Carolina when he was in the Air Force. That's what it was. South this Carolina? Is, yeah. Fort Sumter, I think it was called. My dad might have been there, too, actually. Is that right? Yeah. Imagine if our dads were best friends and they didn't know it, when we didn't know it. How old is your dad? He, is, uh, he was born in 44. Mm, I think my dad was born in 47. Okay. So I don't think that their paths would have crossed. Right. I don't think. Your dad was in Vietnam, yes. He was, yeah. So was mine. My dad, though, was, uh, I think my dad was in the Philippines for a, bun- for a bunch of that time. All right, I don't think my he father. He was based in the Philippines. Yeah, I don't think that was the case. For my dad, anyway. Imagine if we went to Nam, Jerry, how manlier we'd be than we are. No. No, I couldn't. Could you imagine going to Vietnam when you were like a teenager? That's insane. You see what's happening in Russia right now. What's going on there? They're trying to start a draft. What? And 18 year old, 18 to 25 year old men are fleeing out of the country. And so they want to, what do they say, put in martial law? Yeah. To get the military to help round them up. And so you ain't leaving. We're, You're enlisting. Were you concerned about that? Like you, of when, when we were in high school, we had a sign. I, I forget was. what that was called. You'd sign up for, for the draft. 
Yeah, but it would, they had they had a nicer name for it. It yes. wasn't like you were. It was like civil service or something. Yes. But that's what it was for. But those years when there was any type of conflict going yeah, on, I was wondering. like, "What in the hell?" I do remember my dad telling me, "Though, relax. There's a we have half a million people in the military. It's not like it was, you know, back in the '60s, and it's a little different these days. It's good. And now, the military is more. It's more tech. It's really crazy, right. actually." So I don't know that we'll ever see that again. But then again, who knows? You never know. No, you never know. And I got a son who's 18 now. Right. Will be, and the little guy's 12. I mean, it's, you know, as a, I'll tell you this. It worries me more as a parent, as you can imagine. Yeah. Than it did for myself. You know. I remember no, hearing like it was up until 25 or something, right? Yeah. Imagine like, so as you're telling me, a big muscular 26-year-old couldn't go help us out. Well, he could as long as they enlisted. You can't can't bring them yeah i remember hitting that age and i was like whoosh. went and get drunk for the first time yeah. and had sex <laughs> and i'm out of and the touched yourself <laughs> plus i'm not gonna be drafted there it's a, a non-draft party <laughs> wow what a party that was <laughs> I, can Im- I can imagine <laughs> yeah <laughs> so funny oh well i did think about like well do maybe i go to canada like how does that work like i can't be in the military i have a friend of mine who I mean, it was very set on if anything ever happened, gone. Just same mindset. I never had that mindset ever. Yeah. But he was, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not fighting. He was a very um, a peace and love, not war guy, which I totally get. I understand that. But to the point where family, see ya. Got to go. <laughs> I also appreciated those people that after 9-11 signed up for the military. Sure. They were pissed. Yeah. A lot of people did that. Like the poor the guy in the Cardinals who wound up losing his life over there. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of people. Pat. Uh, Pat Tillman. Pat Tillman, yeah. And didn't even, and sadly died during an exercise out there, not during a conflict. Right. You know, with the enemy. But yeah, there are a lot of people that did that. I remember I was pissed after 9-11. This is, is funny, but I'm not trying to be funny. I That's what I wanted to go do airport security. Why is that funny? Good I for know. you. I, I I did not pass the test. <laughs> <laughs> what kind? Of, how did you fail that? I the test was they would show you all these X rays and they'd go by fast. Yeah, and you had to pick out oh, the no, ones. Okay, I could see where that. they looked uh, something There's like no training for that. No, that was the training. <laughs> I guess they wanted to show you see that you could pick stuff up, and then they would train you after that. Wow. Yeah. So you wanted to be a TSA agent. Yeah, I was so pissed. I was like, I'm going to stop these uh, hijackers next time. How terrible would you feel, though, if you were on right. duty and one got by you? Because yeah. you know it's, it's just... Right, and they showed the video and they went through my line. Holy crap. Yeah, you, it'd be, be some tough days. Absolutely. It would weigh very heavily on you. No doubt. Wow. That was when? So that was right around 2001? Yeah, it was. it, was two, uh, it had to be... Uh, 2002 when i was like i was uh wasn't yeah. sure what was going on with ron and fez it was kind of very between. stressful before before boomer and carton before david yeah. Lee roth yeah before all that i was like you know what i'm i'm pissed and you know where i was here <laughs> <laughs> way back then yeah working with joe overnight so yeah. it was the overnight anchor that was before children pretty wild could you see me now as a tsa agent yes Pain in the ass. Oh, my God. I think you're actually the perfect fit for it. Open your bag. Attention to detail. Yeah. Gigantic pain in the ass. And I think you'd be good at it. Right. If I took that test now, I'd probably win. I'd probably do do very well. You might. 
but you might get some good recommendations. A, recommend, a letter of recommendation from every person you've ever come across. I mean, we got to hire this guy. This guy's a giant. I could get the Bradley Police Department. This guy is a pain in the ass. He you looks get the Bradley things. Police Department because we want to get you the hell out of Bradley yeah, Beach. Get him out of here. annoying them. <laughs> out of here. Oh, man. Hands above your head. You got keys in your pocket. Computers out. Shoes off. Belt off. That's it. You'd be good to go. I'd see famous people going through the you line. Would. Yes, you would. Well, who cares? Mr. Brad Pitt, belt off, please. Uh, well, I don't pull your him. pants down. I think he's pretty much uh, going to private planes with his pants down. Oh, right. Well, I don't think he's coming across you in Newark. Mm. All right, Jerry, let's do the uh, warm-up show. All right. So. <laughs> 